Do you wake up every day pumped to work on your business? You sit down at your computer, you have a list a mile long of things to do for your business, but you have no idea if they are actually moving the needle forward or if they're just helping you feel like you got quote unquote something accomplished today. When I first started my business, I remember thinking multiple times, well, now what? So I would go to a Facebook page, ask my questions, or I would search Google only to get 20 different answers. Being who I am, I would try to do them all. But they were not moving my business forward. They were just stressing me out. I have decided to create a membership for other pro organizers that can be like a real estate office. We all have our own business, but we can meet at the office for support, guidance, and inspiration. So the monthly membership will start in January 2023 and more to come about that later. But for now, we are doing bi-weekly coaching calls for everyone to work on their business together. On December 14th and December 28th, we will meet on Zoom for one hour. So come prepared to ask those questions and work on your business. This program is free until 2023 and then we will explain the membership in more detail. Set your calendars, then go to proorganizerscoach.com slash support, or click on the support equals success tab at proorganizerscoach.com to fill out the quick form. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at proorganizerscoach at gmail.com. Now let's get on with today's episode. You are listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm Samantha Brown, a professional organizer and business coach. In this podcast, you will learn how to start and scale the organizing business of your dreams. So let's jump in. Welcome back to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. On today's episode, I have Trisha Milice from Alberta, Canada. Thank you for being on the podcast, Tricia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this opportunity. So Tricia used to be a professional organizer and is now exclusively an online coach for women entrepreneurs who are just getting started. And she has a framework with the acronym LET GO, which stands for Love, Energy, Time, Giveaway, Organize. And she uses this foundation for both her organizing clients and the women that she coaches. So we thought this framework would be great for you as a business owner and for when you are working with clients. So now, Trisha, I was curious, how did you come up with this framework for working with your clients? One morning, like early in the morning, like three o'clock when I couldn't sleep and it just kind of popped to me. And it's also something that I realized that I have been working through to get where I am today. So really learning that um, doing the work on myself and learning who I am and how to love myself, doing all of that work, learning about boundaries, learning about all of that stuff is really, really beneficial for the actual working with clients and having my own business because it makes it easier for me to remove myself uh, from their story because it's their story. And so I can hold space for them. And so I am just really excited to share these modules, steps, pieces um, with other people and help them maybe avoid some 
pitfalls that I've fallen into. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right before we hit record for you guys listening, we were talking about that and about how because we have fallen and because of the stuff we have learned the hard way, now we can pass on what we've learned to you all. So you don't have to maybe have as many falls as we did along the way. And so I'm super grateful for you for sharing this with us. Again, so the acronym is LET GO. I am so excited to get into this. So let's talk about the L, which stands for love. Yes. So the love piece is where there's exploration around who you are, who you want to be, how you want to feel in your life, how you want your business to feel, and your why. Of course, right? There's a lot of exploration about why you want to do what you're doing. And also really thinking about or digging into what it is that might trigger you. Being curious and aware of when that's happening so that you can ask the right questions to yourself of, I can see that this is happening. I wonder where this is coming from. And maybe even saying to a client, you know what, something's happening for me right now. And maybe I just need to, you know, step away so I can think about how to answer. Also things like strengths and mindset and belief, right? You know, how limiting beliefs can hold you stuck in a place, feel like you're spinning your wheels. And another big one that um, took me a while but was exploring my values and really getting clear on what it is I value in my life and how that's how I show up in life, right? So that's how I show up in my business too. Um, for example, my values are integrity, honesty, and authenticity. Those are my top three. And that's how I want to show up every day. And that's how I want to lean in. And so when things are coming up for me, Stepping back and really exploring, like, am I living into those values? Am I aligned with them right now? Or is something else happening? Yeah, which is, you know, amazing working with clients, which is, you know, goes back to the consultation of asking the right questions so we understand for them what is going on and what their why is of why they even want to get organized or declutter or whatever, you know, they're wanting to get done and why they called us. So we can help them refer back. But then for us in our business, it matters because exactly what you just said, your values and your beliefs and knowing what do you want out of this? For me, you know, my values are faith, family, a couple of other things. I'm recently learning that having fun is important. <laughs> like right. I didn't even realize that I could choose before maybe this past year or so, like, like you said, in my business and in my life, what are our choices? What do we want instead of just constantly going with the flow and letting life happen to us, being intentional about that? Absolutely. And one of my biggest learnings over the years has been that I get to choose. There is always a choice. No matter what your circumstances are, you get to choose how you show up in those circumstances. And so a part of the love piece is that learning that you have control over those choices. You may not have control over everything that's happening around you or coming to you. You do get to choose how you, you react or show up in that moment. The love piece in the way of 
clutter is that what is your relationship with the clutter? How is the clutter and your habits, how is that choice? When Are you choosing the clutter over happiness maybe or joy? What is the cost, right? So when you're really exploring these pieces, they can move seamlessly back and forth. If you want are starting a business and you want to learn about yourself and how to be really a great person of service, mm-hmm. or are you exploring, I want to be, you know, create freedom in my life, freedom to move about, freedom to breathe, whatever it is that you're looking to do. This love piece, I feel anyway, in my experience, is one of the most important places to start with. Knowing who you are, knowing what your choices are, knowing what your habits are, helps you to make the choices moving forward and make that change, that transformation from clutter to clarity. Yes, absolutely. And her kind of topics under love are getting clarity on your why, your what, and how you want to feel. And then she's got strengths, like what do you love to do? What are you good at? And then triggers, the awareness of when a trigger may be happening, or like she said earlier, getting curious of even noticing when you're getting triggered. And then mindset and limiting beliefs. What are your beliefs about who you are? What are your beliefs about what you can do? Because we really can hold ourselves back with our own beliefs about whatever that thing is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The limiting beliefs of, especially if they're surrounding um, worthiness or feeling not good enough or um, a big one for me that shows up when I'm making a big change in my business or in my life. The one that shows up in my head often is who do you think you are? And you know, who's going to want to listen to you? You have nothing to offer, right? And hearing it. And it's taken a lot of practice because this is a skill. This is a skill that most of us are not taught. We're not taught how to love ourselves um, very often uh-uh. because, you know, people who raise us um, often don't know how to do this either, right? And the emotional piece of it, when it shows up, I would believe that most of us kind of run away from it because we don't know how to, we don't have to name it, number one, and we don't know how to actually feel it. Yeah. And so when those limiting beliefs, that voice of fear maybe starts whispering in your ear that you're not good enough, you're not worthy of this, um, creating that skill around going, whoop, wait a minute, what's happening here? Like, why is that coming up? And being able to talk about it with someone or at least journal maybe about it or whatever it is that will help you is going to help you kind of create that skill of, okay, I hear you. I see you. And I got this now, so don't worry about it. You can take a back seat. Right. Right? Like, yeah. just get in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. You no longer have the power here. <laughs> exactly. And that's not to say that I don't have those moments still, like I just said. I do. Uh-huh. Um, it's just a matter of like, wow, I notice that now. I notice when that voice starts coming. And I start to confront that voice and say, like, no, I got this. I know what I'm talking about. Don't you worry about it. Let's just, you just sit over there and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as women, we all have that voice for sure. I mean, and, and just humans in general, you know, but right. especially as women. And then again, especially as business owners, because who are we to tell someone or, you know, like 
you go through that imposter syndrome feeling for a little bit. And, and there's just so much that comes along with it. And just so you know, if you're on, if you're at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, you will definitely, the more you grow, the more your business will grow. And so being very self-aware and learning how to work through those things for yourself will advance your business faster and farther because we have to learn those lessons to move on, in my opinion, to or to have the authority or to have any of those things. We first have to go through it ourselves to understand where they're coming from. I totally, totally agree with that. And really um, knowing who you are is knowing your audience, is knowing your clients, right? Because the people that we want to attract ourselves are pretty much us, right? Mm-hmm. Us maybe a week ago, a year ago, a month ago, that they're us, right? Mm-hmm. And they're in the same place as we were in, you know, in the past. And so really getting to know yourself is going to grow your business. It's going to grow your clientele and people are going to be attracted to you because they're really like, Hey, look at her go. The reason that I chose women as my audience is because I feel like women have a huge amount to contribute to this world and we don't have the voice all the time to do it. And I want women to embrace themselves and know that they are worthy and good enough and they do have stuff to share with the rest of the world. And I really just feel like it's a beautiful thing when women support women. And so this is a really important thing for me. I get really... um I get really revved up by that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm all about, we need to support one another. There's enough for everyone. Like there does not have to be competition. Like I do not have to compete with you. I can lift you up and by doing so be lifted up myself. Like we don't have to compete. We don't have to, you know, it's it's not a, a race against one another. It's a race within ourselves of what we are dealing with. Yes, I love that. Yes, it is. And women supporting women is powerful. It's powerful because being an entrepreneur is hard. It's just hard, right? You spend a ton of time alone. Mm -hmm. And that's when those limiting beliefs and you get stuck in your head. That's when that happens. And being able to reach out to a network of other women who are like minded. Yes but also experiencing some of the same things, maybe in a different different spot in their journey and be able to kind of say, hey, it's okay. I get you. I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a, a great place to go to the E and let go is for energy. So what is the energy piece in the framework? Energy is kind of just like what we would imagine. It's like what drains you, who drains you, Those are, you know, those are things that are important to know, right? Because Mm -hmm. knowing what it is that takes your energy in a negative way is going to help you find ways to create positive energy for yourself, right? Because you're going to know that certain people and certain problems are not for you, right? You just aren't going to work with those people, right? Then there's also like thinking about where your energy is going most days. So is your energy, are you feeling rubbed up? Are you feeling not so great? Is it because maybe you're doing, you know, time and energy kind of go, they're really connected, but Mm -hmm. energy, when you start to feel low energy, are you stopping and looking after yourself? Are you taking a moment Back to that awareness that we talked about before, 
the awareness of what's coming up for me right now. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I tired? It might be you're just tired and you need to rest. Or it might be that the stuff that you're doing is draining you. And it's not really the stuff that you love to do. And again, the strengths piece, what do you love to do? If you're not doing that, is it draining your energy? And also, um, there's the emotional piece that we kind of talked about too, because emotionally, um, if you're not aware of how you're feeling and how to name those emotions and how to address those emotions, maybe lean into them, then that can drain you energetically as well. And then of course, there's the energy, the flow and ease in your life that how do you want your business to flow? How do you want to feel when you're just doing well? What are you envisioning in your head? What's that big vision, right? And how do you want to feel in that vision? Is that the energy you have right now? And that could be in the clutter instance, is the clutter blocking that flow and ease in your life, right? Is it acting as a wall and the energy just goes so far and then bounces back at you? It's exhausting. Yeah. And, you know, for when we're working with clients, being aware of of their energy level, you know, mm-hmm. and then kind of helping them along one way or the other. Like if I notice that a client I'm working with that day is maybe having low energy, then just by my words, like I could speak life into her or I could, you know, encourage her and and help her to maybe feel a little better because I notice she's kind of more down. Or if her energy is like really up, that might be a good day to like tackle something that's a little harder because she's already in that space of like great energy, you know? And so being aware with our clients and then on our business side is exactly what you were saying of just, do we have a vision and is, is that vision that we have, are we aligned with it in the current energy that we're having that day? Is it moving us forward because we are in alignment? Yes, absolutely. The energy that we have in our life, if it's not in alignment with our dreams and our goals, if our energy is going out, but we're not replenishing it, um, in the case of working with a client, if they're low energy, you know, asking the right questions of yourself and of your clients, like what's happening here? I'm really noticing that. You're looking a little down today or, you know, saying to yourself, I'm noticing that I'm feeling just off and it doesn't feel right to me and I'm tired. What do I need today? And asking a client, what do you need? Yeah. It's a simple question, but it's not one we t- we think about very often. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in my opinion, one of the most important things in working with clients whether it is my organizing clients or my coaching clients. And then also, like I always have my coaching clients at some point, normally earlier on, draw a line down the center of a piece of paper and you just allow yourself some brainstorming time. And on one side, you put people, places, and things that give you energy. And on the other side, the people, places, and things that drain your energy. And just doing that small exercise makes you aware. So then you can do these other things that you need to do in your life and with your clients and in your business. And if you notice, there's this theme of awareness, right? And there was a point that I came to in my own life and business where I had this thought of, you know what? Awareness is my life raft. 
And, you know, staying stuck is what's going to sink me. Just avoidance is a weight around your ankles and is going to sink you no matter how hard you try to swim. And in order to get in that lifeboat, it's about looking inside and really examining what's happening in there, right? And being honest with yourself, right? Just being honest. Because sometimes it's really hard to hear what's happening. Um, whether you're an organizing client or an entrepreneur, it's hard to hear those things sometimes. And that's why, you know, working with people in an organizing situation, you hear a lot of excuses sometimes. And sometimes you hear the snapping. It feels like they're very angry. And yeah, because that's hard to hear. So you're hearing this stuff that maybe you're not ready to hear yet. And that's okay. Because learning, you know, that energy piece, again, if you're aware of your own energy, it's easier to read other people's energy or at least see it and be able to kind of go, hey, let's take a step back. Mm -hmm. I think it's time to kind of reset and we'll come back to this. Let's talk about what's happening right now. Yeah. And like you said earlier, the talking piece along with the awareness is everything. 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 Yeah. Everything. Yeah, the T in let go is time. So what is the time piece about? Um, similarly to energy, really examining where where are you putting your time every day? Is it busy work? What is that busy work representing? Is it something that you're doing because you're avoiding something else, something hard that's, you know, something you maybe not wanting to do? Or is it a foundational piece of your business? Is it something that's helping move you forward? And it could be simple as today, I had three conversations on a Facebook group that is in alignment with what I'm offering in my business. That's foundational work. Uh Busy work could be I just spent three hours scrolling Facebook and I didn't do anything. And have we not all been there before, right? So. Um, that awareness again, we'll come right back to the awareness, awareness of that I'm doing busy work today and I'm okay with that because I just am not ready to face this other thing yet. That's okay when you're in awareness. Mm-hmm. When it becomes a problem is when you're not aware that you, you just spent three, four hours on Facebook, you got nothing done, you leave your office or wherever you're working feeling bad about yourself. Mm -hmm. feeling like a failure, like you didn't do anything. There's nothing wrong with avoidance sometimes because we need it to feel better, kind of process (laughs) what's happening, maybe. But just knowing why you're doing it and that you're doing it and it's okay. Today, I don't feel like doing that. That's okay. So another part of time is like, are you trying to launch something in your business? But you haven't done it because you want it to be perfect. It's just not perfect yet. That perfectionism thing is huge, especially for women, I find. Uh Kind of are brought up in this thing. Like, if you're not perfect, then you're not good enough, right? So, you know, learning that done is better than perfect is important, right? So, again, awareness. Why am I struggling so much in putting this out into the world? What is the fear here? 
the fear of it not being good enough, the fear of me like failing, maybe someone will be mean to me, whatever it is, be aware of it. I'm not saying that you have to push ahead when you're not ready, because that's not okay either. I want you to be ready. But you know, that awareness is where you start. It's the same as with my organizing clients. We start small and work our way to big, right? So it's always like that one space, that one drawer, that one corner, whatever it is, tiny. A lot of my clients come to me and they're like, what do you mean? I have to start in one drawer. I don't get it. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they go, I send them away with a little bit of homework and then they come back the next time and they're like, oh yeah. So I got distracted and I tried to do all of this other stuff and then I got overwhelmed. So I kind of get it now. <laughs> So it's the same idea when you're an entrepreneur. It's like start small, focus on one thing at a time. Then it doesn't feel so overwhelming or anxiety provoking when you're focusing on one thing at a time. And I really do wish that I had learned that way earlier because mm -hmm. it would have saved me a whole lot of stress and anxiety over the years for sure. So and then the final thing that I have in the time piece, and it kind of goes with the perfectionism as well. Are you trying to control the outcome? Can you let go of what it's going to look like, right? That's a huge piece of perfectionism is it has to be perfect. I have to know how it's going to be. And the reality is you don't know what's going to happen. Some things are going to put out there and they're going to land and they're going to go great. And other things are not going to land and they're going to be crickets out there. And that's okay too, because what did you learn from that? Right. You know, I look back at all of the mistakes that I've made in the last few years since I started this journey. And instead of looking at them as like bad things, mm -hmm. I look at them as learning. Uh, what did I learn from each and everything that I've done along the way? And how can I share and impart this with other people so that they don't have to quite make as quite as many <laughs> mistakes as I have? <laughs> Yeah. And that falling forward piece is super important of remembering that even though we fell, like, for instance, what I'm sitting here thinking about is I had launched a podcast and the first one I launched, I called it Her Healed Heart. And I was trying to do more of emotional coaching as a godly woman and as a Christian wife and, and trying to go that route. Mm -hmm. And what I learned, I only got 13 episodes in. But through those 13 episodes, the editing I learned and the how to speak on it and the artwork, but then also on the emotional side, it was actually for me. It had nothing to do with for anyone else. Those 13 episodes are still out there. But when I got towards the end of the last episode, it like hit me out of nowhere. Like, you needed that to then start the pro organizers coach and do it from a place of wholeness. And before I could step into this role that I'm in now, I had to go through that role. And so if I had never said yes to starting that podcast, which, you know, didn't have that many downloads and felt like crickets and felt like a failure and I'd get like three downloads and it felt like a piece of me that people were turning away and having to go through all of that as a business owner. But now this one is landing and I randomly look back. I just looked back last night and Her Healed Heart is still getting downloads, which is great because it was my journey of how I got here. But that whole falling forward 
and realizing there is a purpose in what we are spending our time doing, what we are learning along the way. But like you said, also learning to say, okay, this is for a purpose, but I still need to set that date and I still need to work on it one step at a time. So I am making progress. And same with our our clients, keeping them on track so they can continue to make progress with the time that we have available. Uh, Yeah. And I like love what you were saying. It's just, it's powerful when we can just step into it mm-hmm. and do it and fail and learn. It's a beautiful thing. And it took me a long time to learn that for myself, right? You know, I walked around a lot carrying that weight of, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with me? There must be something wrong with me. Who do I think I am? A lot of that. But it took a lot of work to get to this point where I'm like, okay, I hear you. I see you get in the back seat. Yeah. And it takes a lot of work to do that, right? And now I can look back and say, okay, yeah, I did that. What did I learn from it? How can Mm -hmm. I take this forward? And the same with organizing, right? People have tried different things. They tried and tried and tried and nothing has stuck. And it's probably simply because you didn't fit in that box. That's not how you organize. Mm -hmm. And no one's ever said to you, how does it feel when you try those things? Somebody sent me a little card, um, a coach that I worked with a long time ago, and it says, uh, you have not failed. You've just try- found 10,000 ways that will not work. And that's okay. You're going to find 10,000 ways that don't work for every one that you do find that does work. And if you look at your life in an entirety, Each different thing that you do in your life probably has had, you know, at least a thousand things that didn't work and you kept trying and you kept coming back. You know, as they say, the baby doesn't learn to walk the moment it stands up. Mm -hmm. We have to take those baby steps and we have to practice. And this is a skill of practice. We have to practice and keep trying different things to see what lands and what doesn't land. And it's okay. That doesn't make you a bad person. doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't make you unworthy. It makes you human. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with being a parent of, you know, there's no guidebook. Because you have a child does not mean, oh, all of a sudden you're prepared for anything coming along the way. (laughs) But what it does mean is all of a sudden, just like with your business, you now have this thing that relies on you. And as it grows, you have to grow with it (laughs) or neither one of you are going to make it. (laughs) Exactly. I know. I have twin boys. Uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. They are now 23. Oh. And I've had to grow with them and I'm still learning and growing with them because I've never uh, parented adult children before. So, yes, it's new. And you're so right. You have to learn and What I'm also starting to call my business is my baby. It's here. I'm raising it. I'm helping it grow. I'm helping it spread its wings and become this amazingly productive and functioning thing out in the world. And looking at it that way really just makes me excited about it because I'm so proud of my kids. And I'm like, the reminder that I birthed twin boys, I raised <laughs> them to adulthood, and they are functioning adults now. 
kind of something I'm proud of. So yeah, I can do it for a business, right? I can do this. I can still do hard things. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so we've got two more pieces. So G is for giveaway. Now, what does that have to do with? Giveaway is just as it sounds. Uh, what things can you let go of that you don't need to do right now? What things can you hire out if you can afford it? A VA or someone to maybe look after your social media stuff. Tell me what to do and I'll just show up and do it. <laughs> taking things off your plate. Now, if you can't afford to pay someone to do that, do you know someone that can help you do that, right? That would be willing to help you, maybe a teenager or whatever. Or bartering. And yes, and I uh, um, am doing that as well with another coach um, who has helped me immensely with, um, you know, trust and all of that stuff. And I've helped her with her organizing in her home and her office and her business and so we're beneficial together. And that's really, that's part of that giveaway, right? How can mm. I make this easier for myself and make it easier for someone else? And when I, you know, there's also like the priorities focusing on the, like what I said before, one thing at a time, what's important to you right now in this moment, bringing it down. And what can you just kind of put to the side till later or even totally let go? Like it's not necessary for me to do this. And a huge part of giveaway for me is that the thing that I wish I learned a long time ago was learning to say no is going to save you not only energy and time, but also money and it's going to save you heartache and pain. The things that I went through that I want to share those pitfalls and share with others. So maybe they don't have to do quite as many hard things that I did learning the hard way. So really just bring that focus down to those important things. Let go of that other stuff. And no is a complete sentence. It's okay to say no. There's a lot of FOMO out there and it's not just in entrepreneurship, but also in the, in the organizing side too, that, that fear of missing out. Uh, so I better say yes to this. Yeah. And so, yes, I ask, I ask these questions is, um, and now I ask them of myself all the time too. If I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? And if I say no to this, what am I saying yes to? Really important questions in that giveaway piece. Mm -hmm. because if you say yes to something, you're always saying no to something else. Yes, because you only have so much time and energy to give. But I actually, for you listening right now, I have not only that first piece that you could do earlier of the piece of paper, people, places, and things give you energy and take away your energy. But another piece of homework that you could do is look on your calendar and see what things that you could say no to. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast one time and I had the lady on the podcast give that challenge out. And I was like, huh, I've never even thought about it. Like, I'm just a yes person. I say yes to everybody about everything. And I went through my calendar and no joke, in the following week, there was like four things I was able to take off of my plate because I realized I'm allowed to say no. <laughs> like, go figure. <laughs> 
It sounds so easy, right? When somebody else says it and mm-hmm. and you're faced with it, you're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? And it's usually because we are so entrenched in everything that we're doing and we have all these habits and routines that we're doing every day. They are just automatic. Mm-hmm. And we just start to, and, and saying yes or no becomes one of those habits and automatic habits that you don't even think about. You just say, sure, yeah. And then a lot of people find themselves really stressed and overwhelmed by all these things. Like, how am I going to fit it in? Like, I just actually did a live on my group about that. It's like, have you ever looked at your calendar uh, on, say, Sunday night or Monday morning and then just thought, I don't know how I'm going to get all this done. I just don't know. <laughs> but most people, instead of going, okay, well, what can I say no to? What can I take off? Most people go, well, I just have to push through. This is what it is. I just have to get through it. And then by the end of the week, they are so tired and exhausted, usually not feeling so great about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then taking it out on their family members. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. And it's, it's, that's a huge piece to people. And saying yes sometimes is like, saying yes to yourself by saying no to these things, right? Absolutely. You say no to doing all of the things for everyone else, you may be saying yes to yourself. Um, another lesson for that for me, and that's like uh, years ago, after I had my kids, I immersed myself in a stay-at-home mom. I did all this stuff and I wasn't really healthy and I wasn't feeling really good about myself. So I joined an exercise class. Well, I did it. I joined several exercise classes and quit and then came back. And I finally found a trainer whom I'm still with today. And what changed it for me was just writing it in ink on my calendar. Because that was a commitment to myself that that time was for me. Yes, life happens and sometimes I can't do it. But for the most part, it's an ink on my calendar. Um, schedule in time for yourself. Put it yeah. in an ink. Make a commitment to yourself to do it. And that is a huge part of this whole let go piece that, that exploration of yourself. All of it is about you. <laughs> Just you. Make a commitment to yourself and be the person you want to be because you're allowed to be. Yeah, you have my permission to be the person you want to be. Mine too. So you got double permission today. <laughs> so you go out and do you, boo. So the O in let go is for, of course, organize. Organize, yes. Which is kind of a given with our clients. But where's the piece for our business? So organize is where you start to do the fun stuff like audience and marketing and consistency and all of that stuff. So once you get to know yourself and build that awareness and you start to be able to recognize your triggers and all of that stuff, once you kind of work through some of that, then you can start to look for who it is I want to talk to. And your why is big in this one too. Why am I doing this? What is my message or my offering? And who am I talking to? Yeah. So the organized piece is that and that consistency piece, like we talk about how to show up, going right back to the avoid that overwhelm by focusing on one thing at a time. Like we're going to bring it small. We're going to, we're going to practice and practice and practice. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give ourselves a break in this. And this is the same when I work with my organizing clients as well. (laughs) And I'm sure that you've experienced this when you first meet them. 
and they're like, I want my pantry to look like this. And they bring up all the Pinterest and all of that stuff. And that's when I say, you know, that is awesome. And now we need to go and start with this piece. Yeah. I'm bring it down small. And you can get there. I love your big vision. I love your goals. And we need to start here to get there. And basically, an organized too is really knowing what the problem is and how you're going to solve it, right? So really, it's exploration on that. That's your why piece. Yeah, I, I love it. And so we have the Let Go Foundation. L is for love. E is for energy. T is for time. G is for giveaway. And then O is for organize. You have to take those steps in order to get to where you're wanting to go, whether we realize it or not. Um, from the ones of us that are a little bit further along, we promise you're going to have to go through these steps at some point in your business, in your, with your clients, the whole nine. And so I'm so grateful for you sharing this with us and sharing your failures and mistakes and everything that you are all about. And so if you guys will go join her Facebook group, it is called The Habit of Organizing. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. You have been listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. Go to the show notes to find all of the links mentioned in this episode and hit that subscribe and automatic download button so you don't miss a single thing. Thanks for listening.